Ladies and gentlemen, the Adult Baby Show. Hey everybody, welcome to the Adult Babies Podcast, episode 207. I am B. I'm Chick. And I'm Chris. Who's yeah. back? What up? He's back. What's going on? I'm sort of What's back. Up? I'm virtually back. Whatever, that's back in my book. You didn't die in the war. In World back war III. Yeah, you didn't die in a war. Yeah. Where are you right now? Where in the Nowhere world near are... the war? Um, I'm in Marseille, France, but if you ask them how to say it, it's more like Marseille. Dude, the French is a very um it's a pretty language. It's also incredibly lazy and can be quite aggressive at the same time. What do you I mean? I feel like there's a lot a lot of hawking. There's a lot of there's a lot of hawking and there's also a lot of the word might be ten letters long, and they only say five letters of it. Oh, yeah. So you think you know you think you're getting a few words down, and then you go to say something, and they're like, "That's totally not how you say." It. Do you know anything? Like, can you say anything uh, French? Can you give us a a, a French I can say word? Bonjour. No, not say, that. Give us uh, come on, something different. No, truly, we just got here yesterday, so my friend, oh, so my okay. Friend, I got merci beaucoup, which is. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Yeah. Yeah. You're giving us the hits. Yeah. I got Come back to I us got. when you got the deep cuts. I'll, uh, I'll, yeah. I'll update you next week on the deep cuts because I got yeah. nothing for that now. Next, he's going to say croissant. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> <laughs> or French fries. Pull me treats. Yeah. Treats. Um, where are you coming from? So we've been, uh, I was telling B before we got on, I wanted to tap in like a month ago but for this whole past month we've been on the move every couple days so we were you know we were in albania for two months and then we went to um montenegro beautiful country uh, I've heard good things about montenegro yeah i always hear good stuff what, what what's the deal with that place beautiful country and it's like it, it's almost like two totally different countries so there's the the capital is eerily similar to serbia um, which is more inland. And then there's the coast, which is like some of the most amazing shorelines I've ever seen. And you drive, the co- we rented, um, getting taxis to drive us between places was super cheap. So we had this guy drive us the whole coast from one town to another. Some of the most incredible views I've ever seen. And you're winding nice. on these roads. Um, yeah, so that was I awesome. I don't like the idea of windy roads in a foreign country. Yeah, I don't either, to be honest. I just feel like it's unsafe. I don't trust speed limits and ro- and people driving out of the country. You know what? In Albania, I would have agreed with you, but Montenegro had their shit together. All they right. had guardrails everywhere. Um, it's not like just open speed. Like it's very Yeah, controlled. that's what I'm getting nervous about. Yeah. But, but I feel it is nerve-wracking because you're on the side of the cliff like that. Right. Don't they drive a lot faster in Europe? It's a, mainly like a German thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, they just gun it. But I drove in Albania since the last time we uh, we spoke, and that was terrifying. Was it? Yeah. Oh my God, it was horrifying. Why? Because they drive fast, or they're just, it's just they the roads are weird. To, they don't listen to any of the stuff. So if you're driving, like on the highway, it doesn't matter. But in the cities, like red lights don't exist, and if they, exist, I was, no one's following it. You know, they use like, roundabouts over here these roundabouts it's like a mosh pit of cars oh and yeah I've, I've like seen pictures of oh that oh my god it's horrible oh. i was some of all fears the other day 
and it reminds like there and there's a scene when they're driving in Russia and they're just cooking it on ice. There's nobody around, there's no road. It's like a big sheet of ice and like um like a parade of cars of vehicles just gunning it down the ice. Yep. And that just looked very I mean, I know it's a movie, but I imagine that's how it really is in Russia. That I would imagine in Russia it's probably like that. Luckily Albania is hot, so there's no ice, but some of the roads are not roads also. Wait, Albania is hot? Yeah. Oh, I thought Albania was freezing. Think like Greece, Greece weather. Okay. Yeah. Um I just feel like anything close to Russia is cold. Yeah, it's not close to Russia though. <laughs> it's, not, it's not necessarily far. I mean, it's further. Listen, where is it compared to Russia? America. I'm laughing, but I have no idea either. I know, but the only reason why I laugh is Chris said he wasn't close to Ukraine and he was a two-hour flight. That's true. So I'm gauging Chris yeah, is not. like a two-hour flight to the southernmost part of Ukraine is probably like a four-hour flight to Moscow. Maybe a little exactly. more. Exactly. That's four not hours. far. A four That's hour not flight. far. You're like, a traveling man. You four hours isn't far. Four hour That's, flight. Like when I say yeah. far, I mainly mean like we're like. We don't talking. have an ocean between us. Yeah, like to me, you're only a handful of countries between you. That's close. Yeah, but America, like the Americas, are the only ones that have an ocean between them and Russia. So we're far from Russia. Albania, not so much. Yeah, I guess. Check geography. <laughs> Check geography. Check geography. Chick's get on board. Like get on board or get lost. To do with geography. Chick Columbus. <laughs> you are Columbus. Yeah. No idea where he is. Yeah, just a piece of shit. <laughs> I must be in India. That's actually <laughs> it's Columbus to a T. <laughs> yeah. Chick has Columbus India. tendencies. Chick arrives on <laughs> the beaches of Albania and he's like, "Wow, Russia's much warmer than I thought." Yeah. And then I claim a land that really wasn't unclaimed to begin with. And I'm just like, I found it. <laughs> Wait, there was people here. Oh, but uh, so how's it going there? Dude, it's been going great. It's been, uh, it's like I was saying, it's been just a month of moving around nonstop, which was awesome. We stayed in hostels and, and hotels and it was great and started migrating west you know, to get away from some of the craziness. Like You're starting to look Well, I'm getting sun. We say this every time he's on here. Yeah. Why? I think you just haven't seen me in a while. Yeah. I don't know. Your hair looks wavier. It looks like it's got that Euro wave a, to it. I desperately need a haircut. But other than that, I, I think I look similar. I mean, you look similar. European now. I don't know. I just feel like when maybe, I look at you Maybe it's now, the European clothes. When I, when I look at you, I just see Europe. Yeah, I fit right in here. I can tell you that. Everyone thinks I'm local I until see I open that, my though. mouth. I can see that. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, until I open my mouth, everyone starts speaking to me in their language, and then I'm like, ah. You know what it is, Chris? You're you're very ca you have a camouflage look. You you could fit in anywhere. Yeah, I found that in a lot of places. I can kind of blend. Yeah, my buddy, um, my buddy Rich, uh, B, you know him, Richie uh, Conti. He yeah. He's got a look about him where he says throughout his life, he always worked in the city. So he said there's a lot of people who used to come up to him speaking a different language because yeah. they thought they just assumed he was whatever country they thought. Like he's looked at, he looks Italian, he looks Greek, 
like he looks yeah. like a lot of different nationalities. It's it's funny how he can. You're like, and you kind of have a similar vibe to him as far as your look. That's yep, funny I you see say it. that because Kira said that a bunch of times. Like, it will be walking around and be like, "Wow, you could pass for blank." Mm-hmm. Yeah, like mm-hmm. you could. You're not exact, but you can pass for this. If you were to say, that, "Oh, I'm I'm this nationality," it's not surprising anybody. But that's right. and it also makes sense though when you think about it because America is just a where people mix. from all over the I'm world, but like, yeah. So that's what Americans are. So I yeah. guess it's really not. Bad but me much. and Chick would stick out as Americans any any place. Well, maybe like look at those two Ireland, Americans. Maybe. Yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. If you were in Ireland. You would maybe pass for an Irish, and I, I don't know. Maybe I'd pass for an Italian. I got the no, nose. you wouldn't. Maybe not. I mean, I'm not skinny enough. Yeah, you'd yeah, have that's to what drop it is. a good 20, 30 pounds. <laughs> I'd have to drop a cool 85 pounds. <laughs> the Italian, I, I went to Italy. They were the most stylish people. Everybody had everything they wore was together. You do not, you would not fit in at all over there. I'm just, stereotype I'm just of Italy as of these like pasta eating meatball oh, yeah. motherfuckers. It couldn't be further from the truth. <laughs> no, they're thin people. You go yeah, there, no, they're I'm... thin. They're like B said. They're put together. It's like a three-piece suit just to go get coffee. Yeah, that's <laughs> why I hate. And listen, I consider myself an American. Yes, I'm, you know, whatever. But like, I hate the uh, American Italian who's just like, oh, whatever. I already went on a rant about that. No need to do it again. But they bother me, so I get it. Yeah, I'm with you. And and by the way, I'm not crazy about Italian American food because it makes me shit my pants. But Italian Italian food is fantastic. Hmm. Yeah, well, it's not. I mean, Italian American food is still very good too. Oh, it it's gives very me, good. It's very good. It, it gives I never, me exactly. I never feel good after eating it. That's true. It's kind of like pretty, Chinese in that regard. Yeah, but then you can Chinese say the same thing about Spanish food. What country's food doesn't make you fucking shit your brains? Oh, Spanish food does not make me do that. In uh, general, Spanish food with the beans and everything. Everybody knows Spanish food runs through you. Oh, dude, not me. That must be some genetic shit because I put hot sauce on it. I down it's nothing. No, nope. nothing. Right. But Italian, it must not be true then. Anything with like a lot of red sauce, the red sauce comes out my asshole. <laughs> yeah. What about the red sauce thing, on enchiladas? Another thing that uh, that's a different kind of sauce. Another thing it's that um, doesn't count. Red sauce. It's literally called red like sauce. German German food annihilates my stomach yeah everything about germany sucks though yeah i don't know about that (laughs) it's a blanket (laughs) statement i'm not a big fan of germans their food you know just i'm not a big fan of germans let it be known guys he's not a fan of germans he said i'm not a big fan of germans their food yeah nothing else i don't like their language language is unbearable world war ii yeah well that'll be the i mean that I feel like that goes without saying. I mean, they tried to fucking kill a whole group of people, but uh, no, they're just not. I don't know. I don't like their at their attitudes. I don't like their. I don't. I don't like their fucking language. Sucks. It's un, It's it's hard to listen to. Let the record so like, show. Chick has met one German in his entire life. <laughs> yeah. No, like, but there's German. Like, whenever you have a German in a movie, I hope a German hears this and listens to your scruff voice. Yeah. To, and while well, you're telling him, it's tough to listen to. Your language is unbearable. <laughs> yeah, listen, it is unbearable saying... talking. <laughs> I don't like the way they sound. Uh, you're a, you're a. 
You're a gem. Fuck that, fuck that country. You. I'm going to stand up for the Germans. I love it there. Just the food. Gives, it I would love to go to Germany. Germany. I've actually heard everybody who's been there told me nothing but good things. Yeah, it's fantastic. I just spent two weeks. Is there. that why you don't like it? But I still would never go there. I honestly would never go there. Listen, they don't ever. want you to go. Yeah. I, but I'd also say the same thing about France. I have no desire to go to France. I would pay serious money to see Chick try to navigate any of these cities. Oh my God. Uh, one, one, you're you don't realize I actually am good at navigating. I, again, actually, I would pay I would pay a thousand dollars to send you here to watch you, but I need to I, there has to be cameras to yeah, watch you realize. By the way, for the far. record, Columbus also said he was very good at navigating chick. <laughs> Columbus convinced the king that he could find a trade route to India. Hey, One thing you don't know trade. about me is I'm very good at navigating. I have a good sense of direction. Uh, all things Columbus has said as well. Listen, Listen, you know what? A clear through line here. (laughs) Yep. Chick Columbus. Maybe I really am reincarnated Christopher Columbus. It could be related in some way, maybe. It could be. You know. You never know. You never know. So, Chris, where are you? You you said you're not at a hostel now. It it looks like you're sitting on a a plywood couch. I am. So, I'm sitting in a trendy, well, co-working area. So, the... Apartment that is we that got like a we space? Yeah, like that. But the apartment that we got for the coming months is incredible. And it comes with you get this card when you check in, and it comes with several co-working spaces, two cafes, and a rooftop bar that you have access oh, nice. to anytime. That's and a gym membership for the month. It's awesome. Um, so yeah, taking advantage of it while we're here. Hey, yeah, at least, you know what? I feel like you're finally out of a third world country and you're, you're moving up in the it travels. It feels like it. Yeah, it feels like it. And especially like the, the cost portion of it. So, you know, the, in the past, we've been mostly in the Balkans and in Eastern Europe. And uh, Can you just you watch your back? What's going on? What's up? You look like you're watching your back. Like you got to watch what you got to say. Oh, no, no, no. I just, the pe- other people are in here. French, uh, um, American, right? What's up? French hate Americans, right? They hate some Americans. Yeah. Actually, I, I'll hate. tell you a story about that in a, yeah, in a little bit. I think I know what kind they hate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell a story about that in a minute because I had an interaction today. But um, but yeah, so we moved from Eastern Europe that we've been in for this whole time where Kira and I live like kings because we got, you know, American wages and um, we're doing pretty well. So like everything, like it doesn't matter what it costs. You can sit down. You don't have to worry about it. And we're still putting money away as we've moved west and like we spent a week in austria a week in germany the the cost of things has almost tripled so now we're like just back to home it's like average yeah so the the, it's almost like a like a culture shock but also like an economic shock of like oh okay have to be a little more careful of what we do right so Um, where is um how long are you planning on being in uh france so we're here for a month and then we have a week unbooked and then we have another month booked in Lisbon, Portugal. After wow. That is my, out of all the places you've gone yet. That's the one I feel like, Oh wow. I'm really jealous. Yeah. I'm excited, man. That's we've been trying to get there for a bit because they have a really easy to get residency visa for Americans. Are you going to hit Spain from Portugal at all? In between here and Portugal, we're going to hit probably Valencia. 
go see a game in Valencia if you can. Actually, how the season will probably be over by then. I'm going to see what I can do, but it'll be mid-May, so we might might be able to make it. But how far is uh, Portugal from from you? So we um we bought these. Oh, I don't have them on. We bought these things called the Eurail Pass, and what it is is essentially you spend a few hundred dollars. I think it was four hundred each, and you get unlimited train rides. Uh, for like 10 calendar days out of two months. Okay. So you activate your travel day essentially, and you can ride as many trains as you want for that day. So like getting from Germany to France here, we used one travel day, but we took like six trains. Um, all oh, for free. Oh, because it goes by the day? It goes by the day. So all oh, wow. included in that price that we, that we spent. And we actually did the math on it just to see what it was. That one day would have cost us over $200. And we only spent 400. So we have this URL pass. From, uh, we're going to take that from here to probably Valencia, which will be about three or four hours. Where's and Valencia? Then, I keep thinking orange juice. It's on the coast. Coast of Spain. Spain. Okay. Is that where the Valencia oranges come from? I can only assume. Huh. I like that name, Valencia. I like it too. It just sounds nice, doesn't it? it? Valencia is like straight south of well, they Portugal south of France. Yeah. Okay. But I don't know anything. I mean, well, you're looking on your phone. (laughs) No, I'm not. (laughs) Yeah, we see you on your phone. Actually, I was had the Met game on, if I'm being honest. But whatever. Oh right, baseball started. How's that? Baseball started. That's already lost the season. Chicks down on, on baseball this year. Well, then I got back in it, and the Mets stink already. Yeah, of course. They, they, they're they supposed to have a good year. You know, they, they got these guys. They got uh, – Well, they should be 5-0, but they're 3-2. and two. Yeah. That's what I've heard for the past decade. <laughs> I thought they were going to no, be pretty good this year. I don't think they're – I listen, I'm not someone who thinks they're uh, going to be great. But it's very it's early, though. What? It's very early. What? We're five games in. I know, but it's the same issues that I've always played. I know, I know. Baseball's but... the longest season of all time, so that shit really doesn't matter till like August. That's true. You know what? When your team misses out by a game or two, you, with a game now, it means the same as a game later. Yeah, gotta have quite the attention. I, listen, I get what you're saying. Stuff. It is a long season, but you know what it is because it's like versus. Soccer, even soccer's got a lot of games, but like football, one game a week really lets you build the hype. And each yes. game matters. 180 games or whatever baseball has, I, I can't I can't sit there and watch that. Well, that's the issue. That's why football's got it good. But the issue is you can't play two games of football in a week because of the pounding these guys take. No, I mean they'd all be dead, crippled. Yeah. Basketball and hockey, I think, are, and soccer even has it made pretty good where you play one or two games a week. So, you know, the other ones you play three, maybe four, but it's not every day like baseball. Yeah, every day. Baseball's tough to watch every day. I don't I don't watch uh, the Yankees every day, but early on in the season, I like to watch as much as I can. But come middle of the summer when, like, you know, Midway through, you know, whatever June, whatever it's I that that's when I start losing track, and maybe I'll watch like one one or two games on the weekend. 
But it's very it's tough. Good to keep on the background. I used to watch literally every single game, the whole game. Like last night, though, I turned it off in the eighth inning, and then they blow it. Thank God I didn't watch it. Yeah. Yeah, but it is a good background thing. I, I, I like to listen to on the radio, too, when there's a day game. It's nice. That's nice. It is great background noise. It's better than it's, having on, like, yeah, the news or something like background. that. Yeah, it's very calming. Yeah. Yeah, it puts you to sleep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A little too calming, some would say. <laughs> No, it's right true though. That's the thing. Uh, so, so what else, Chris? Give us, give us, oh, so, give us uh, any any interactions. Yeah. So let me give you the story that happened today on the on the do they hate Americans topic. Um, yes. So I'm, you know, when we get to a new place, we have to get a SIM card for our phones so that they work and not, you know, not pay like the international fee prices. So we go to the phone store today, and the the couple in front of us are like a 40 something year old couple, clearly from America. Um, about, about chick size, each of them. Mm-hmm. And good looking people, good looking people. Yeah. Great, healthy looking people. And, uh, this, this French dude was oh. he, like, when you walk in, he's standing there and you got to tell him what you need before you can get into the store type of thing. And he gives you like a ticket and whatever. These people are arguing with him because they can't use when they when you punch in a new SIM card, you lose your phone number. That's why you guys text my email address essentially. Um, so when you plug in a new SIM card, you lose your phone number. And these people were arguing with him, saying that they've never heard of that before, and calling him an idiot. Literally, calling him an idiot. And he's got to get his manager, and there's a whole thing. Oh. Why do they gotta give us a bad name? And then eventually, eventually, someone who spoke better English came over and explained it to them, and they apologized. But then they left, and and Kira and I going up right after, and he starts speaking to us in French, and I'm like, no, another Uh, American. (laughs) Oh no! (laughs) I would love to know what he said. He just gave us this like blank stare. But we were in and out in like two minutes. Yeah, but he, they, apo- they apologized. It got lost in translation. It is what it is. Yeah, but they sounded like yeah, but they weren't nice oh, about of it. Of course, they're assholes. <laughs> they weren't nice. I about would it. love to know and what that guy walked said. out because we were out in like two minutes. Because we, and I'm not blaming them because it is a little confusing. But we do this all the time, so we got our shit and got out. The two of them are now standing on the sidewalk outside the phone store, arguing with each other. Oh, <laughs> it was great. Oh, they just so give us a crazy. bad name. So oh, when they say they hate Americans, I really think that's who they're talking about. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's why me and Chick don't go there. We don't we don't want to add to the stereotype. Yeah, no, I Chick, would... Chick would pick it up like that. <laughs> no, I wouldn't add to the stereotype. They would love me. I would have such a good time at it. Ah, they would. Yeah, yeah. They they'd pretend to laugh at you, and then you have they would tell the worst things about you to their friends. No. Yeah. You nope. people in. Uh, America do that, and you have no idea. People in America can suck my balls. I don't really care. <laughs> There's not a country he likes. No, he hates every country. I hate humans. I know you do. Chick likes dogs. As, is, as established, likes dogs. he likes dogs more than he likes humans. <laughs> you know what I do love? So I just started uh, my second year of coaching baseball. The segue practice. of the year here. Yeah. <laughs> I love his segues. Speaking what of do you dogs, mean? Do you know what I love? 
coaching. I hate literally. every country. I hate humans, but I'll tell you what I do love coaching. <laughs> I do. So I got a bunch of eight-year-olds that coach all the pirates. And um, our first practice was an absolute disaster that I was yes. there. Yeah, I talked to you about this, no right? Shit. I would imagine. Well, it was a disaster in that. So, like, it's just me and one coach, and there's a lot of kids, and it's hard to keep these kids in line. So, like, it would have been nice to have maybe another coach or another hand on deck, but whatever. Oh, there's no Two assistant. people. What? There's no assistant coach? I was the assistant, and then I have a head coach. Oh. Oh, okay. My bad. So and there's two other guys that coach, but they weren't there. Mm. It's my brother and um, this other this other guy. Nice All right, guy. So you got a squad. Yeah. And at first, I used to be like, why is there so many coaches? And when you have this age of kids and, like, you want to do a bunch of little drills instead of keeping some kids, like, just doing nothing because that's when all hell breaks loose, it's nice to break them up and have multiple coaches. But anyway, I'm laughing because we're doing relay races to start, which is not really teaching them anything. It's just kind of getting them tired and running them, which I'm all about. I don't mind it. But we do batting practice. And – the guy we had pitching to them is just drilling kids, hitting them in the head, hitting them in the back, throwing it behind them. So the coach is a terrible pitcher. The coach can't pitch. And now these kids are trying to swing and hit the ball and they're just swinging at everything, but like they're swinging over the plate and the, the guy is just nowhere near the plate. Right. So we had that going on. It was kind of like, and I'm like, I'm looking over at one of the kids and I'm like, Jesus coach can't get it over the plate. <laughs> talking to an eight-year-old who just looks at me like oh yeah but uh, uh you should have spun it and been like we're trying to teach you guys discipline well <laughs> yeah. i came in with relief and i got i had to do relief pitching and then i started pitching and then you know we got through it but uh hold on you took over the pitching for the little league kids and you're calling it i was the no it wasn't pitcher. a kid this was the coach pitching and hitting right kids. no but i'm saying you took over a, a training for little league and you're like i was the relief pitcher i had to i had no choice we would have never got these kids batting practice the reluctant so, hero that we all need the coach couldn't <laughs> find the plate <laughs> did you talk to the coach at the end of practice and be like listen did yeah, no, I did. He was like, ah, oh, you know, listen, we were laughing about it, but he's like, next week I'll use the pitching machine. But anyway, he just brought out a tee this week, but we had a great practice. We were doing throwing drills, fly balls, grounders. This practice went much better. So I was right. much, much thrilled. What a much day to be on the ball field, Chick. It, looks it was beautiful. beautiful day. So nice. <laughs> so let me ask you, eight years old, that's, that's like in between T-ball and, and like Little League, right? Or it's the well, it starts a little league. league. Yes, okay. it's exactly eight years old is when uh, the coaches pitch. Okay. Or the pitching machine. Got it. Okay. Okay. And then I think in another year or two we'll have kids pitch. Right. That's but about I when got, I started. When the kids were I'm pitching. coaching baseball, and I'm going to get a CYO basketball team. I got to wait till my nephew gets fourth grade, and then I can get a team together. Nice. I love. I love coaching. You're full steam with all these with with the coaching gigs. When I love it. CYO basketball, though, you're going to be full sweatsuit, right? I'll figure out a need. I might go full suit. You got to have an right. outfit. Yeah, yeah. You got to yeah, have an no, outfit. I'll have an outfit. I will have a game day outfit when Good. I coach CYO. Okay. It's either going to be full suit. I'll pick a coach and I'll just sweat his style. Okay, sweet. Can we sponsor you? Can we? Can we like 
make you put an adult baby's uh, logo somewhere on yourself? That'd be nice. Yeah, that's fine as long as you come. Oh, I you got- listen, to watch you coach. As long as I'm free, I would love to see that. And you get to watch my nephew play ball. Yeah. Win-win. I, I can't wait for the upcoming uh, shows he's not going to be able to do because he lost his voice coaching. Oh, God. We're running into this time of year where Chick lost his voice screaming at children. <laughs> no, I don't yell at those. I got oh, got to be disciplined. Wait, my softball team started to do that. All my coaches stuff is going i've realized with the mets season like my favorite person on the mets is buck showalter yeah because that coach and i want a coach i want his jersey a buck showalter jersey Do they make coach jerseys no but i'll get it made they used to sell the uh joe tory t-shirts yeah no i want a buck showalter mets jersey. Want a jersey okay all right i really like coaching and i respect what if you coaching. got like a custom like coach chick jersey instead of that like a Mets coach chick? No, 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 no. Like just uh like I don't know, maybe it says chick on the front and then I'm not like coach... I'm coach Tommy. Oh. oh I'm coach Uncle Tommy. Coach Uncle Tommy. Heard. Heard. Maybe you haven't heard you don't come around here anymore. I'm Coach Tommy now. Coach Tommy, my I bad. Don't... Listen, I don't like the little kids aren't calling me chick. They should. No, I don't want that. They need to have some respect. Use my name. <laughs> He's all about respect, this guy. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I kind of respect him. Listen, right? Puts himself out there. Yeah. You know, that's what it is. And uh, I'm going to be changing a lot of little kids' lives. I'm already helping them out. Mm-hmm. For the better, I hope. Show For the better, yes. Let me, let me, let me kind of phrase that a little bit. Here's better. how you hide weed in the bottom of your backpack so that the <laughs> yeah. teacher doesn't find it. <laughs> It's best if you put it within the highlighter. (laughs) But I got that going on, and I'm extremely excited for that. Good, man. Well, I hope this season uh, goes well for you. When's the first game? Uh, I don't think it's until May, early May. So you got got a little bit of coaching. Well, no, because there's like a spring break, and I guess they don't play baseball with teeth, like the school breaks and stuff. Who the fuck knows? A lot of kids probably go on vacation. My biggest issue is I have a big mouth and I talk about kids. Even if I'm saying good things, you the parents are always around. No, not like bad about them, but like I'll talk about them. I never know when the parents are. Now, let me ask you, Jake, I, I, are you one of the guys, because I had this, a little league coach that was like this. Are you one of those guys that's like seriously concerned about winning the World Series? Oh, no, not at all. Winning all right. is not. I firmly believe kids this age winning should not even I, – I think you should keep score because I'm not about not keeping yeah. score. But I don't care if they win or lose. I want to just teach these kids how to play. I had a The way I look one. at it, if you teach the kids how to play right, they're going to win. Definitely. That's a great outlook. I had a coach once that uh, I must have been 10, maybe 11, probably 10, and uh, the guy was, like, angry that we lost – like didn't see that's like, the issue like, like lost listen, a playoff game and he was like angry at a bunch of 10 year olds and you're like whoa I hey. even, like, <laughs> and i'm serious like when i played hawks or whatever when i like watch that you want your kids to win mm-hmm. but i i would never be angry at this age if kids lose but hawks was a travel team right well yeah but it was uh yeah it was the travel yeah. but it's the only league but even in baseball like you always want to win and i don't want to teach kids that you don't want to win you just got to teach them how to lose well it's part of it. For sure. 
but I also like to think if you're a good coach, like the one thing I like is I have the same group of kids this year in baseball that I had last year. So you start to learn these kids and, and like learn who they are and whatever. And as the kids get better, I mean, if you're doing a good job coaching, the kids should improve. The team should improve. If your team still sucks and you're the same coach, chances are you're the problem. Right. They might have to fire you. No, not even, but maybe step back and let the kids learn from somebody who knows how to coach them better. I'm sure. I'm sure that rarely happens though. People, do, people don't see their own faults. No, no not at all. I already realized, like, I'll step back. There's this walk. Okay, so we had two coaches there today. And now the head coach, I like to think that I'm probably a little more knowledgeable on teaching than he is. But the other guy today, like, there were times where he, I would, whatever, I let him go because he knows what he's doing. I don't have an ego with that. I just want to help the kids. Do you eventually want to be head coach? No, I don't need to be. I, I want to coach basketball something. Yes, I would like to have my own team. Okay. You haven't done basketball yet, right? No, because they just started. I kind of, no, I didn't. I mean, I went to all those games this year and I know all the kids now. Well, it's funny. Cause I know all these like eight year olds that my nephew hangs out with because of all these coaching and going to all the games. So you kind of wind up cheering for these kids, no matter what they're doing. Yeah. But, uh, it's, I like basketball is my favorite sport. And it's the one that I think I know the best as far as teaching. So I would love to be a head coach of basketball. Everything else, I'd just like to help out. Nice. Well, there's also too much pressure on the other ones of like playing you know, more kids playing. It's just more shit to worry about. Basketball's easy. Give me 10 kids. I could play 10 kids. Okay. All right. Well, speaking of sports, I have a question. Uh, you guys are in a heated soccer rivalry. B got into soccer. Yeah, we. It's been into soccer. I mean, the one thing I can on? say, it is completely um, like B didn't choose his team because he found out the team that I liked. And yeah, like, it, it was very weird how that happened. Natural. Really? Okay. Well, I've been a fan, so I've already had my team. You were you were a he, fan, I know that. But B got into. He it just like happened to catch the game. Yeah, B just happened to catch the game of a team that I hate. And that's the team he happened to love, which makes sense. It does make sense. Everything, everything makes sense at the end with this. And, and then they had, so they, you know, I, I like Liverpool. He likes uh, Man City. Um, and they, they played each other on uh, Sunday. Of course, the one day where I want to watch, I was, I'm off from work. I, I have nothing to do but watch this, this game. My, my internet kept going out all morning. So like I was in and out with the whole game. I'm st I'm still annoyed by it. It like threw it it threw the whole game off of me. And because I feel the need to explain for those who uh, don't know too much about soccer, Liverpool and Manchester City are both in the English Premier League. So that that's the league that we we watch and pay attention to. Yeah. And then there's the big Champions League, but that's a whole other thing. Uh, that's like the best teams in that's Europe. A, that's a fun one. That's that's like the Super Bowl. That's the yeah. one you really want. The Champions League? The Champions League. So That's the one that plays on during the week. No, that's yes. the one. Oh, they do. But, yeah, but that's the one that's, like, it's not country-specific. It's the right, best right, right. teams from each country's league. Yes, and all the teams in Europe. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, and, I'm, uh, I'm slowly catching on. It's, I still have 
But Another this is what I love about soccer is everybody hates it, especially Americans. You're kind of taught to hate soccer and think it's for like sissies and Marys and like uh, soccer sucks. Everybody plays football. And I was like that growing up. And then my best friend was a huge soccer fan. And I started watching a little bit and like I would watch it because he did. And then after he passed away, the year he passed away, his team won the champion like a month after. He passed away in April and the Champions League, uh, the, 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 the leagues ended May. And his team won in the last game of the last. It was like a, a miracle ending to the season. And I got like hooked. I was like, boom, that's it. And then I've been following his team ever since. And uh, everybody who starts, like once people start watching it, they learn to love it. Yeah. And that's why I always tell people, don't knock it until you really like sat down and watched a good game. I'm talking about club teams in a good league. That's the yeah. thing. And it that's what happened to me. I watched I watched game. a great match and I fell in love with it. Like and if you if you turn on two scrub teams, like and, and realistically an MLS game or even the the like the Mexican league, like you want to watch a good European game and not even most leagues. You want to watch a good Premier League game in my opinion, or the top teams in Spain or Italy play yeah, each other. Even just a championship, like even if your first game is a championship, it's going to be yeah. amazing. The energy is going to be unreal. And then exactly. If you get it. My first game was, what was it? The benefit. The, the Carabao Cup. Carabao. Yeah. The and I think that's why it, it was just so And exciting. that's like the cheesiest trophy. In I know. England. Well, I know and now. And it was nuts. Hey. Like, but the Carabao Cup always means something. No, to me. I don't, right I don't mean it in a bad way. I just mean as far as like you didn't even watch the Champions League championship, which is like a Super Bowl. No, I know. And I will watch all that now. And yeah, and then like I just tell people you it's like anything. If you watch a regular game in a Met game, you know, game 75 on a Tuesday night and it's one of those boring games, you'll hate the sport. But if you watch the first one is the right game and you kind of get into it, you'll appreciate the lesser games that aren't as good. If that makes any sense. It does make sense. I got to, uh, I got to let you guys in on this. I, uh, I had my, my Will Smith, Chris rock interaction uh, situation <laughs> last night. No, you didn't. I did. Yeah. Uh, didn't get, is hit. that why your nose is scuffed up? No, no. I, I think it's, it's just, my nose is just like red from being oh, Irish. I'm hoping that was it. I want no, 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 no. Uh, I didn't get hit. It wasn't, it didn't come to that, but I'll explain the situation. Oh so, yeah. So, uh, I do a show last night at this place. It's a bar in Mineola. Okay. Uh, they're doing, that's not a great place. I already yeah. have a bad feeling about it. Well, I wasn't going to go. And then our buddies, Andrew and Christian were going. Can I tell you, I saw that the three of you were on a show together and I was like, Oh fuck. I, I show. I would have went, but yeah. I wouldn't have went, but I would have went. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, and and another good friend of the podcast, Nick Talelli, was on it. Um, nice. And Brandon LaCaruba was the host. So anyway, they what they do here, I've done them before. It it sort of lasts all night. It's a really cool place, uh, Black Sheep Ale House, and they have like a a a block of comics go, like three comics, and they'll have three musicians, and then three comics. So it's it's back and forth. Uh-oh, that's also an interesting crowd. Yeah. It, it, oh, it definitely is. So we when we first get there, you know, they're doing music, and we're sitting in the back, and this guy, uh, 
this guy starts playing the cello and he's just dude it was a weird vibe for that room but it but it's that's that room you know and this woman is like hammered back there uh the place is packed this woman starts heckling the cello the cellist oh god you know and they kick her out and she's like she's like who are you Bach is Bach here, like just going off on this. Challenge. Oh, because the guy's not that good. They can't. You can be disrespectful. Yeah, no, he was really good. She was. That's the no, funny but thing. I'm saying that's her. Like that's her opinion. Is like that's, oh, that's, that's, that's well, she, she wasn't she there to see like one, one famous guy. Who knows? But the guy was good. It was just like you know, one of these vibes for that room is funny. And this woman is hammered, just screaming at him. So then there's more music, more comics. Uh, End of the night, I go up late, right? So uh, midway through my set, th- there's a guy in the back. I'm hearing, you're a coward. You're a coward. So I'm like, I'm, you know when you hear something? I'm like, did I hear that right? Because I'm doing my set, right? Yeah. So, so the third time I hear, you're a coward, I like, I say, I stop. I'm like, who's a coward? I mean, who are you talking to? <laughs> and the guy goes not you not you that guy and he's and he's pointing to to uh the host of the show do we know the host we do yeah it's it's brandon lockeruba really yeah so <laughs> so the uh the, another guest of the podcast yeah friend of the show so brandon is sort of on the sideline over here by me so the guy is now he's screaming and it's kind of crowded. So people are like, what's going on? And I'm like, well, what happened? I'm trying to figure it out. I'm trying to like talk this guy through it. You know, who knows? And apparently crowd work, crowd work baby. Yeah, 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 yeah. So apparently there was a, a joke made earlier, not out of uh, anything mean. Brandon's the nicest guy. You know, he's not. He really is. That's why I kind of find it interesting that he's, he's the, the one last that's guy that's going to. It was it was a joke. It was it was like a setup to another joke. I think he just said the word autistic, and this guy's oh. son was autistic, and he lost his mind. Oh, lost God. his mind. Oh. So now, at, at a certain point, I I was just like, I started to like get into the mode of like, no, you don't get to scream at the comics here while we're doing this. I get you're hurt, but it's a joke. Blah blah blah. So I start yelling back at him. I'm like, "This You're is a- the week in a row that you've gotten the microphone taken away from me." Yes. So, <laughs> so I scream at him. I'm like, "You're a clown!" I get up on a chair at one point, um, and I'm yelling at him. I'm trying to do <laughs> jokes in between, and I don't. E- I, I I think I got some laughs, but eventually, <laughs> dude, eventually he got to the point like they're they're pulling the guy outside of the bar, right? And Brandon comes on stage and he tries to say something to the guy. And all the guy keeps saying is, you're a coward. You're a coward. Anyway, suffice to say, my set got shut off. Like, it was done. Like, the host, the, the lady that, that runs the show. Uh, That's amazing. She grabbed the microphone away from me. I like how you're calling wow. the guy who's autistic a clown. Yeah. Well, he wasn't autistic. His son was, but he was acting like a clown to be, you know. No, I know, I get wow. it. it. It's like you know, wait after the show and have a conversation with the guy. So, so I get off, and at this point, they're taking the guy outside, and I could tell that 
this guy is not going to throw a punch. Like he tried to, he, he charged the stage area at one point, but they pulled him back. You can tell when somebody is, oh, you know, when somebody might do it and when they're not, yeah. you could tell he was red hot. Like the guy was on fire. Cause it was about his son. And I, I understand what he's saying. It's like, he took it the wrong way. Right. Yeah. So I follow him outside now with a couple of the other, uh, one of the guys that works there that runs it. And, now I'm, I'm just like, I'm like, I don't even know what was said. We're going back and forth, but just trying to basically calm the guy down. Um, so whatever the night I, I go back in, I'm out there probably like 10 minutes, just trying to calm the guy down. I'm like, and he like, I could tell he's one of those guys where he's like, all he wanted was to be heard and heard uh, people to hear his side of the story. All so right. basically, all I'm right. like, listen. Him and I was like, dude, it's just not the right way. And the guy was on fire. His friend, they finally left. So, dude, it was wild. And I went back. He didn't get up and yell, keep my son's name out your fucking mouth. That's hilarious (laughs) because that's exactly what Christian Hahn said when he got on stage. That's that's the exact that's that's the exact way he started his set. (laughs) Um good for Christian. And then and then here's the, the last part of it. Later on that night. Somehow this guy found me on Instagram and he sent me a message. Oh God. He sent me a message. Basically he was like, he was like, I appreciate you being a man and coming outside and talking to me. He gave me his phone number. <laughs> Does he realize you don't want to be friends? No, he's, he's like, he's like, he's like, I want to tell you my side. Bob, well, he already told me his side 15 times. The guy was hammered. And he's like, he's like, my name is so-and-so. Here's my phone number. Call me so we could talk. I want to tell you my side. And, you know, I'm like. Did you call him? No. Call him right now. No, I, 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 I messaged him today. I was like, dude, don't worry about it. It was, you know, a weird thing. <laughs> he just, he was not happy at, at Brandon, though. Dude, I can't uh, hear his side which is like, I mean, you know, Brandon, Brandon. Brandon is a good guy. He's a, yeah. he's not a but guy that's trying to hurt him. The anybody. only thing I will say is these people don't know that he's a good guy. That's true. And, you know, here's the thing. Like, we all talk about uh, with the Will Smith, uh, Chris Rock stuff, there was a lot of talk about, like, do comics feel safe, blah, 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 all that nonsense. Well, you know what it is? It's always the domino effect, but once it happens, now everybody's going to start yelling at comics. Maybe, but this guy, I feel like this guy would have done it either way. Yeah, we just truck. struck a nerve. And now the thing is, when you're doing a, a show in a bar, it's like that guy didn't necessarily pay to watch comedy that night. So, it's, Yeah, you're forcing it down their throats. Yeah. So a guy, you know, he was sitting watching the show. He, maybe he was there for music. Maybe he was there to see the cellist, you know? Who knows? And then <laughs> And then a comic strikes a nerve that's sensitive to his life, which I get it. We all have things in our life that like will set us off. So it's like, you can't really fault the guy. It was a terrible way of handling it, trying to bum rush the stage while I was doing my set. Well, I think that's the best way to handle it. What bum rush the stage. How did you yeah, react when he rushed the stage though? Well, it, it was sad as fucking lost. I, I no, 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 I, no. I, I had, I had, had to throw that pair of underwear out. No, <laughs> I felt very much in control because, because I could tell, like I said, he, he was coming this way, but there was enough people to hold him back. And also he wouldn't have done anything once he got up there. 
It was, it was that kind of vibe. You just know a, a guy that wants to hurt somebody and a guy that just wants to make a lot of noise and make his uh, un, unhappiness be heard. I hope he listens to the podcast and sends you another message like, you piece of shit. Well, <laughs> send maybe, him the link. Well, but he, uh, send he, him the link to the show. <laughs> that'd be great. I'll call him and be like, you want to be a guest? I do want to give a public uh, apology to uh, Pat Dunn this weekend. I gave him uh, so me and Pat, friend of the show, we talk and uh, I I hit him up with these two games and told him to bet him because I thought they were going to be winners. Oh, oh, he told me about that. He took these gambling two advice games. from you? These yeah. two soccer games. I threw Pat, at him. I was, Pat doesn't know you well enough not to take advice from he's you. Just, I'm so super confident in him and I thought they were going to hit and then they lost <laughs> I hit him up like, sorry. <laughs> I wish I wish Pat had told me that before before he put the bets in because I would have usually when I tell it. somebody else to do something like that because I don't really do it anymore is you're a mush. I'm just like, you know, I everything that I don't tell them would probably win, but once I exactly. reach out to people and I like I, I push the confidence in it, it's a born loser. That's what you are. So I just want to give a public to Pat because I know he listens. Chick, are you like Sorry, gambling bud. through other people? Is that like yeah, your... <laughs> that's, that's his way around it. I mean, I have a little fun here and there, but not really like I nowhere. I love the way you say it too. I have a little fun here and there. <laughs> it's so creepy. <laughs> it is. It's like it, it's like a coke dealer. He's like, yeah, listen, we're gonna party. Like that's. <laughs> yeah. like, like you can't say what it is. Yeah, it's like I only do it. I only I only do it on my birthdays every now and again. You know. <laughs> By the way, also me and Ch- Chick Chick once again was nice enough to to uh, be my chauffeur to a show last week. And uh, I want to preface so you most of the shows be the does I know the place where it's gonna be and yeah I'll wear what I want to wear. This place was like semi nice and I walked in there in like a sweat outfit. And I actually felt underdressed for like, and I, I normally do born differently. I know, but I know, no, but like the thing is, I probably would have put jeans on. I'm not saying the hoodie would have changed, but the jeans would have went on. <laughs> Chris, we were in Port Washington, right by uh, the old studio. Oh, geez, yeah. Where? What uh, uh, place? It was Louis Oyster Bar. Oh, you went to Louis in a sweatshirt? Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. I had no idea what I was walking into. I felt like, and listen, normally I don't feel on like, I don't care what I wear. And I'm like, fuck you. If you say something, I felt underdressed at this place. Yeah. yeah underdressed. <laughs> and also I want to thank you. Cause he took a bullet for me because uh, you probably don't even realize chick, but like I had, I had a joke that bombed pretty bad and chick was the only one laughing. And I was able, and I was able to be like, well, at least the guy in the Mets sweatsuit laughed. That's all I could ask. <laughs> oh, that's how to laugh. So that's why he likes when I, that's why he likes when I come to the show because he knows I'm going to give him sympathy laughs. Yeah. Because out of all the comics, the most forced out laughs are for me because I know his set. He knows everything. Yeah. Yeah, He knows his set. And I even know when he's struggling and like, like he was speaking real quick and I could tell it wasn't good. It wasn't bad. I I started wasn't. See, so sometimes nervous. when your sets go, I haven't seen you do it in a while, but sometimes when your sets go wrong, you start like you're a little frantic. Like you can almost oh, see yeah. the cartoon sweat coming off. Yeah, exactly. 
He I've just gotten, his set is done and like it's just so much quicker. There's no confidence in it. It's just you can do a 20 minute set in 10 minutes. Yeah. I, could do, dude, I, I could do it in seven minutes flat. And it it'll once it doesn't happen as much. There was a time where where I would I would lose I would lose it within the first few minutes and I would just I would just tank off and and because once I knew a joke didn't hit, I just I just tanked real hard. And when I when I do that, I get very hot and I start speaking fast. And sometimes yeah, I'll, that, I'll but I know when B's doing I can tell right off the bat if B's doing good or bad because of the pace of his set. That's that's the best way to figure it out. Because I'm not confident. That's when you know I'm not confident. Yeah. And I'm searching. When he's just sitting there and kind of like taking his time and going through the jokes. I'm like, all right, he's feeling himself now. But when he's like, when I hear this set and it's just like there's no breath in between lines, I'm like, uh-oh, he's trying to get <laughs> off that stage. Well, what what happened in that situation, I got up and I, I got a good laugh to begin with because I said uh, my boss, it was my boss's show. He put it together. So I, I said something about, uh, you know, this, my boss is the guy that's hosting the show. So like all of you here, I'm, I was also forced to be here. That got a little laugh. And then just Irish Catholics didn't stand much of a chance in this group. Let's just say that. That's true. That's no. true. And I'm not saying it in a bad way, but like his boss was is and like everybody, most majority, because one comic was Jewish and went up there and played that card. And oh, killed. That. that's a very Olga's, that, that, yeah. She's very funny. Olga, Olga she's very funny to be. I mean, she's my type of time. I, I she's like like a, I a, knew a, you were gonna like her. It wasn't she's good. very raunchy. What was her name? Olga Namer. Olga. Yeah, she's very raunchy, and I thought she was hilarious. But like, she even said it like, "All right, she she threw a Jewish joke in there and it killed." And then she's like, "All right, it looks like I'm gonna di dig into this bag of tricks and just went with it." Yeah, yeah, she's she's great. By the way, was, is Louis a weird place to do stand up? It well, the way they set it up, they they we had our own room off to the side. Oh, cool. So, um, it's one of our accounts for my job. Oh, so, sweet. Um, but we were able to, I guess my my boss. Yeah, was his boss was that the first time your boss hosted? No, no. He oh he always hosts those events. I wasn't sure if he did. Yeah. Them before. He, he's done a, a few fun stuff. Uh, he, yeah, he's he an aggressive comic. I'll tell you, I won't say anything else other than he's just very aggressive. No, he could be aggressive. He he had a uh, <laughs> he did a show in his basement a couple years ago, and he like set it up just like a comedy club. It was one of the most fun shows I've had in, in a long time. He that puts, would be like he does a lot. He'll like he'll he'll put a lot into it. It was fun. Yeah, man. I mean, look, he I, he put like. I always tell B, like, when he tells me to do these things, he's like, oh, are you excited about tonight? And I was like, no, not even a little bit. Because, like, when I know most of the comics, I'm like, it's not new to me anymore. Right. Even if it's one or two new jokes. And not that I don't enjoy it. Once I'm out of the place, I have fun. But I never... Yeah, you have fun, because Christian I, I was said, I always Listen, if I'm going to hang out with you and Christian and them, I know I'm going to have fun. I just never want to... Go, like, it's... I don't want to go on a Thursday night I know. to a bar and watch you do comedy. No offense, on a yeah, third, like some. It still shocks me when you say you you you're gonna drive me to be. Honest. But he's when I tell him yes, I'm like yo, I'm following through. It is what it is. And this this group of comics killed it. That one guy Tom, I I found that guy Tom who looks just like Jeff Daniels, it was hysterical. Oh, Tom Eshman, I believe is his name. He killed. I thought he was like very I found funny. Yeah, 
very funny. Yeah. Christian had a great set. Mm-hmm. Um, there Renee. was Renee. Renee is a, I like Renee a lot. Renee too. Fuentes. We want to get, Renee's got to come on the show. We have a, we actually, yeah, here. we spoke to him. So we're going to get Renee. Fuentes we haven't had show. Renee on yet. We haven't had Renee on. We, no. we never did. So dude, we got to get him up. Yeah. And uh, he was like, it was a really good group. So I was happy that I went to it. Charles McBee, who he, that guy's a writer for a Charlemagne show. He's, he's a very funny guy. That was the headliner. Yeah. I think people were probably tired at that point. Yeah, the room, the room was tired and the waiters only helped one table. By the and, way, one of the funniest things I saw when Christian. Oh, B, tell him about this. With Christian? No, oh, never mind. Go. I thought you were going to say with me. Oh, uh, so Christian went up first. And I was hanging by the bar area and one of the waiters, you know, it's this place, Louis, it's a nice place. All the waiters are wearing like, you know, tuxedos basically. And the guy walked out during Christian's set going, <laughs> holding, his, <laughs> holding his ears. He's like, he's so loud. Oh, wow. What was the thing about you, Chick? I forget. When, so, okay. I'm sitting at a table that has four seats and it's like a horseshoe. So you're not in like a, a square table where you're looking at each other, but there's four seats around this like half the table. And I sit down on the end. One, you never sit in the middle because then you get two people that you don't know next to you probably. Right. So take the end seat. This guy comes over. He's like, is anybody sitting here? I'm like, no, you can sit there. Three open seats sits right next to me. Just found it awkward. The whole night. Yeah. Well, you did yeah. have good seats though. Yeah, but he could have sat in any of those other two and had just as good a seat. By the way, I just reminded myself, you've reminded me another reason why I started off terrible. Because once I went on, they started serving lobster bisque to the oh, front table. That's right. The dinner came right as B went on. That's I was like, tough, this is, it, it's just like, all right, nobody's going to pay attention. They're all in their soup. I'm seeing lobster tails in front of me. I'm like, this isn't going to go well. So then I have this random guy sitting next to me, and then nobody sits down in the seats the, other, the whole game, the whole night. So this guy's sitting next to me. Oh, who do you know? Are you a comic? I said, no, I'm not a comic. I'm sitting in the audience, you fucking idiot. If I was a comic, I wouldn't be sitting here waiting for the comics. He was probably yet. security for the restaurant. He wanted to see what you were doing there with your sweatsuit. Yeah. And then he go, then the, so the guy comes over and asks us if we want anything to drink or whatever. And I was like, oh, no, we have food menu. And he's like, oh, use your phone. So the guy asks me what, you know, tells me to use my phone for it. I get the menu on my phone. Doesn't come around to me the rest of the night. Didn't even Ooh. ask me if I wanted a drink the rest of the night. Yeah, Chick, Chick was like the guy that they just didn't want to deal with. They're like, well, we're not going to serve him food. It was almost I don't like think he it's right, there. but I can understand why. <laughs> no, there's no understanding. The guy why. is in a sweatsuit. He's sitting at the horseshoe table by himself. No, I, mean, I had a guy next to me, and they didn't help him either. The guy Being next to you was an helped. informant. He that was table, it was the outcast table, clearly. <laughs> it was the outcast table. Anybody who didn't go there with a group of people sat at that table, and it was yeah. just me and that weirdo. <laughs> he, he was probably driving one of the other comics. And that's the other reason why B doesn't realize why it's not like when I go to these shows, it's always me in the crowd solo. There's never anybody else I know ever. And every time I just be like, dude, let me hang out in the, the back of the comics because I know all of them anyway. And B's like, well, you don't want to see Christian set? 
and then makes me feel bad. So I'm like, all right, I'll go out there. And then I'm out there for the whole thing. You're right. In that case, you, you probably could have just sat with the comics. But you did hang with us for most of the night. And then you went. No, you, I hung with you in the beginning for 15 minutes before it started. You could have. And hung then B gets mad at me because B's got to be more. When I take you to a show, I need you to be more aggressive on the, the exit. What do you mean the exit? You can't. Like when I tell you show's over, get what you got to get, say your goodbyes and let's go. Yeah, it always I, takes I, you way too leave long. no room for hang. No, no, I know. If you ask me to take you there, there's no hang on a Thursday night when I have to be at work the next day. It's, there's no I hang. wasn't hanging long. I was just wrapping up conversations with the comics. No, there is no wrapped up. You just, you boom, done. Pay me. Let's go. Okay. All right. I know next time. The other thing that I love that you do, he agrees to drive me to a place and then that day he realizes he realizes he has to do it and i get all these these texts like oh oh so sad i, I i'm going to miss the met game it's opening day oh i can't believe i said yeah it's, it's all this, like he makes me feel bad that i asked him and that's what i got to do for you making me sit in the crowd knowing that i'm going to be there by myself i'm going to guilt you did you have a good time yes well, did good. i take you yes good so we're a good team, aren't we? And how great is the car rides for me, though? I love the car rides. The car rides home. When Chick drives me to a comedy show, it's I get a I get a uh, a concert on the way home because he sings his his uh, God knows what he sings, but he's we listening to some oldies. Oh, we, yeah, nice. we do the that's oldies fine. on the way on the way home. It's it's nice and fun, man. It's I enjoy I enjoy. Uh, going up to these places with you it's fun i do too no i do it and i should do it more and i gotta stop being i gotta stop i gotta I, the yes man thing is so hard for me to do and i gotta do it more i think it's hard for all of us saying yes except yeah. if you're chris yeah not for me, says yes to yes everything yeah but you're in you're, you're going to different countries and stuff by the way speaking of shows before we uh get on with it uh this friday uh at Governor's is the roast battle. Uh, oh, yes. The Pat Dunn, Raniolo. Pat Dunn, James Raniolo. Um, I'll Christian, be on it. Right? What's that? Christian on it still or was no? Was not like I, a month ago? No, it got canceled because of COVID. Oh, yeah. shit. All right. Yeah, COVID. Well, yeah, still it was a, like a bad storm or something that night, I think. Oh, no, that's what it was. It, was a, it wasn't COVID. It was uh, that storm, the winter yeah. storm. Yeah. Ah. But, uh. Yeah, so this COVID this still uh, a thing there? what? Sorry, you finish your thing. But is COVID, COVID still is a thing still a thing? it's still around in America? Yeah. It's just picking up. I I did a show uh two weeks ago, and somebody caught COVID at the show. Huh? Uh, one of the comics did. So. But most people don't care about COVID, but they're still trying to plug it along. Are they really? I haven't heard about it. It's it's, about it's it starting to pick up a little in the while. last couple of weeks. It has like it goes through phases. It's like when if people when they realize it's gone. They always try and come back with another little like right, big screen again. again. <laughs> we got to do it again. Got to do it again. I saw Biden got that. his fourth fourth shot. I know, I know. Wow. Well, that's what. I'm, and the boosters are just getting crazy now. It's the just boosters like, are crazy. To I me. mean, the first I mean, booster I, was crazy. I, be I think eligible. I'm done with that. <laughs> but I give I give them the first booster. I'll give them that. Now it's just like really, they're like you can get your seventeenth booster. 
and we'll give you a free iPad. <laughs> yeah, like, I, th I think I'll take the iPad though. Like I said, this guy, a comic that we were on the show with, got it, and he reached out to all of us. And you had a barbecue the next day. And I was doing a barbecue the next day, and I told all I I said everybody that's coming. I was like, listen, this is what happened, and maybe three or four people didn't show up. And I almost but, didn't because of it. And then I was even like, fuck it, I'm going. Yeah, well, Pat Dunn uh, made you come. Pat Dunn's my boy. He sure he is. Guilt, he just he was like, me. he didn't even really guilt me. He's like, you're not coming. And I was like, all right. Yeah. But yeah, uh, you, you had to be there. It was a good was time. Anything. The weather it was, was terrible and it, and it wasn't great. But, you know, we'll do it again. Yeah, no. I like the comic friend scene. Yeah, I know. different. It's a total different vibe than when we hang out with our angry friends. <laughs> As opposed to the happiness chick brings upon a group. Well, he gets to be the negative one. Yes. Which yes. I think he loves. I'm the miserable one in the group. Yeah. Which is kind of fucking scary with a bunch of comics. That's true. Different kind of misery. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's true. <laughs> But one thing I do want to bring up, Gilbert Gottfried died today. Yes. And yeah. was, uh, I love Gilbert Gottfried. I mean, he I'm not going to say it hard, but it sucks. I've always loved, I don't know what it was from. seven though. years old. Yeah. He had, uh, apparently he had, he was battling cancer or something like that. Yeah. I know he was sick. I just don't know yeah. what it was. Um, and, uh, that sucks though, man. He wasn't that old and he was, he was still touring, I think. Yeah, yeah, I think he was still around, and then they yeah. had that fucking subway shooting today. It's like getting crazy in New York. Yeah, so yeah. what's up with that? We were talking a little bit before we started so, recording. Like they, from what, from I, what I, I, I haven't read it. I haven't had a chance. Videos. I saw one video and I seen some photos. All right, so can I, was, let me map a, out what I understand, and maybe you guys have seen some more stuff. So what it seems like is this guy gets on a subway, sets off a smoke bomb, and then starts shooting people. And then yes. his, his gun gets jammed or something like that. And the stuff stops at a station. He gets off. Nobody sees him. Nobody can find him. Because they in think, a panic like that. Yeah, yeah. They think the maybe smoke. get onto another subway. Yeah. So the video that I saw. But none of the cameras worked, by the way. <laughs> yeah. No, I saw. What do you mean none of the cameras? Well, that's none not surprising. None of the CCTV, you know, the security cameras worked inside the car inside the, the station like to see where he might have gotten on or where he got off i'm not really shocked that those shitty cameras some of them don't work i know yeah. but it seems like you'd really want them to work in a situation like this. well <laughs> yeah. i know yeah. Yeah. that just goes to how unsafe the city is but yeah. i i heard my i i literally i worked today i saw it on the news as i was working because we were in a gas station and the news was on and um i saw it there i called my brother to make sure he was all right and then, like, the, the info that I gathered, and again, if anybody knows more, I could be completely wrong, but I heard the guy dressed up as an MTA worker and, yeah, dropped the smoke bomb, started shooting a lot of people. First, and I heard... wearing a gas mask, apparently. Well, yeah, I guess if you're going to light off a smoke bomb, you don't want to inhale it. You want to be prepared. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so the videos I saw, though, was everybody rushing off of the subway and like people, some people limp in and seemed hurt. And then some of the photos I got, it was just a bloody mess inside oh, the car God. and outside of it. By the way, as of now, nobody was, died though. Nobody died from from uh, from what I hear. Everybody got shot. It seems like 
on the leg. Like the guy wasn't. I, it, Terrible very, aim. Yeah, I don't. I mean, Terrible very, aim. Very, I mean, it's sad to say that you. <laughs> I, I hate, and I don't even want to. But like, how do you not hit somebody and kill them within a cart like that? Well, there, it's like cattle, and you're just shooting into it. So I don't know how. I don't That's know. my point. Right. You would think one's hitting somebody high. Unless yeah, he panicked. Right. Unless he's, he's like, just maybe. Can't he, believe unless, I was doing this kind of thing. Yeah, maybe he didn't want to actually kill anybody and just wanted to cause mayhem and just shot low. But even that, like, who the fuck knows? I was working in Brooklyn today. It was a nightmare from the whole day. It took me three hours to get home. And then I was telling uh, you guys before, uh, you know, the, the Nets play a playoff game tonight. So the, the, then Uber started uh, price gouging because nobody was taking the subway, That's which is just far. ridiculous. Yeah. There's got to be a way uh, these, these ride-sharing companies can, like, shut that off, right? Well, they're That's the ones who are doing, doing it. It's not, yeah. it's not Fiverr who is doing also, it. No, 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 but it's, it's all Lyft, through the algorithm. Lyft get away from this. Lyft is also price gouging like crazy. <laughs> they're all doing it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but I, think, I think it goes through the algorithm. So when they're getting, like, uh, inundated uh, with with like requests, that's when it goes up. So in a situation yeah, like right. this, nice. they got to be able to like I don't know, shut it off. I, I don't know. The one thing I hate about every time there's a bad something bad happens, people always try and make money. It's like so ridiculous. But that's yeah, you know that's the great that's the great humans that live in this world. Well, the Nets will be selling Brooklyn Strong T-shirts at the game tonight. So if you, want- <laughs> I'm sure they will. Yep, that's going to happen. Brooklyn Strong is the next oh, thing. 100%. By the way, that's that Brooklyn Strong, the, the strong thing is becoming a little uh, overused, don't you think? I agree. I don't think it should ever be used once. You start your own saying. It's like any, if there was a, if there was a shooting in, uh, I don't know, name any town in, in, in America, you know, P-Dunk, Iowa, it'd be P-Dunk Strong. You know, every it's like that's just the phrase. That's why I say it. Everyone should come up with your own. I don't come mind up with the, your own slogan. Yeah, I don't remind these. I don't mind the slogans and standing behind everybody who's affected by it. But come up with your own slogan. Come up with your own slogan. All we ask is to come up with your own slogan. I mean, there's so oh, many yeah. of these things now that just you know, come up a new one. There should almost, think be, one should almost be a mar- there's one a week at least. There should be yeah. a, a marketing team ready to go for each shooting. We know it's gonna happen, so they're almost like on a retainer. I like <laughs> it's it's the, one of the new ad campaigns for the uh, governor, the twenty twenty two governor in New York. The guy's like, yeah. the, the the ad starts like no BS in this ad. <laughs> we promise better slogans for our mass shootings. <laughs> we promise better slogans. Oh, Listen, so we can't stop them. We can at least make it catchier. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we could sell better merch, but yeah, uh, just another just another beautiful day out here in New in, York. Uh, in New York, the city's really beautiful place. You know what? It is a beautiful place, but it, we're in a, uh, nice, baby. there's a lot of terrible people out there. Yeah, but <laughs> before we wrap this uh, bad boy up, I would like to give some picks. Oh, please, and we would love to receive those picks. Speaking of picks, though. We're doing uh, the Nostalgia Test podcast on Monday. Yes. Yeah. That's my Yeah, pick. so we, we, 
So check us out. That, when is that? That's next Monday, That's right? Monday. I don't know when they release it, but we're watching. Hook. Ooh, tax day. And you know what's great? The movie that we're doing. It's all over the place now. I've seen it on Netflix. It's like oh, popped it? up. Yeah. Oh, that's good. That's good. Because I'm going to have to rewatch it. No, it's on Netflix, and I believe either Paramount or Peacock. It's definitely on one of them. I don't know. I don't remember which one I saw it. All right, great. Yeah, oh. we're we're doing the movie Hook. So, uh, also, if you haven't checked out the Nostalgia Podcast, check them out. They uh, they run they run a, a, a fun little podcast. Um, it's all it's very nostalgia based. Oh, really? I would think. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Go on with your dumb picks, you idiot. All right. So the first one is a pretty new documentary that came out on HBO about Tony Hawk. It's called uh, Tony Hawk Until the Wheels Fall Off. And I didn't really know his story. I'm not, I was never really a bit. I love Tony Hawk the game. And that's like the most of my skating. And I remember watching him do the 900. For whatever reason, that was so commercial that that him doing that, that I, I remember tuning in and watching him do it. Uh, but it's all about his rise to stardom, basically. And uh, it's really interesting. I, I, I didn't know his father helped run a lot of the uh, like he helped bring skating to where like to where it was as far as the money making and all that. Um, it was just a really cool story. But I, yeah. I highly recommend it. Yeah, I, I saw that up there. I, that, um, that's that's in my uh, that's in my queue. I definitely and the up. dude's still fucking skating, which is crazy. Still crushing yeah, it. Still, still getting crushed. recognized. I, I just saw him on a podcast, and it was actually pretty interesting. I can't remember which one it was, but um, killer story the guy has. He really does. Yeah, and I, and I didn't realize that. And I didn't know that he wasn't that well liked in the beginning. Um, yeah, so it was cool. Uh, the other one is Human Resources. Now, this is a spinoff of Big Mouth. It's an adult animation cartoon on Netflix. And Big Mouth, Big Mouth is that they're called uh, these uh, hormone monsters. And they, would you look like you wanted to talk, B? No. Oh. Who's Big Mouth so basis- again? That's, is that Mark Norman? No, it's, uh, uh, it's uh, Nick Kroll. Nick Kroll. Nick Kroll. Okay, and uh, it's fucking hysterical. It's raunchy. It's vulgar, and they did a spinoff called Human Resources, and it's just like these monsters, these imaginary monsters that uh, partner up with humans, and they're just like these filthy creatures, and they're always helping them out through all their sexual experiences and all the shit in life. But it's it's fucking hysterical. Um, I recommend Big Mouths, but Human Resources is the new one that's also hysterical that just came out. So they, they kind of go hand in hand. I'm sorry. And what, what was that on? Was that Netflix? It's on Netflix. And it's okay, adult cool. animation. And, and it's fucking, it's absolutely Nick hysterical. Crow is so funny. That guy, right. that guy really. Yeah. Like if you, I mean, it's hard not to like, and anybody I know who's seen it, loved it. Like, and, and it's t- like, when you look at the thing, you're like, I don't really want to watch this, but it's fucking great. It's, it oh, really okay. is. The other one is a new movie on um, Netflix called Windfall. It's about this dude who breaks into this billionaire's vacation home and then the, the couple comes home unexpectedly and then the whole thing is him trying to blackmail or basically get money out of them and, and let them go. And it's fucking, it's a lot of dark comedy. It's, it's a great, it's a very highly recommended movie. I enjoyed it thoroughly. 
It's a very highly recommended movie by Chick. He enjoyed, he enjoyed it, thoroughly. it thoroughly. Windfall. Who is in that? Who stars in Windfall? This is what's bothering me. I forgot to write the guy's name, and I don't know oh. it all. But I love him. No, it's the bad. It's the kid who plays. Um, hold on, give me a second. I'm loading it up right now. Come on, Chick. You're I dropped the ball. the ball. No, I did. I dropped the ball on this one. Hold on, hold on. Wait for it, kid. Windfall. It is starring. <laughs> yeah. How do you spell that? Jason Siegel's in it, but he wasn't the guy. Jesse Plemons is in it. That's the guy I love. Oh, I love Jesse Plemons. I don't know who that is. And uh, Lily Collins is also in it. Lily Collins. Okay. But Jesse Clemens is, he's one of my favorite actors. He's one of the best actors doing it, I believe. He really, out there right now, he's definitely one of. And uh, it's just a, it's a great movie. He's the uh, billionaire. And Jason Segel's the robber who's just a mess. All right. I like the cast. I'm glad you gave me the cast because that makes me maybe want to watch it. That's why I wanted to recommend it because I know when people see the cast, if you know anything about movies or anything, you'll love this cast. Yeah. And it's just I'll be honest, your review didn't really push me over the edge. Because it's like a dark, serious comedy, though. Like, you know, there's like a serious element to it, but it's also a comedy. Of course. And it's just, I don't know. I thought it was really cool. It's just the the, the go the go between uh, Jason Siegel and uh, back and forth between him and Jesse Plemons is great. Yeah. All right. All right. I like it. I like it. Chris, anything else with you? Uh, no, I don't think so. All right. Well, this has been, uh, be it's been nice to catch up. Yeah. I can't it believe it's been nice to catch up. Chris. What's up? I said it has been nice to catch up. It's been up. nice. It's been super yeah. nice to catch up. Yeah. It's been a while. Well, we were just your, talking uh, about this. It's been like two months since. Tell your fiance we phone. said hello. Will do. Yeah. How's she doing? Uh, Kira's doing, doing, she's doing, doing great. Well. She is sound asleep right now. Okay. 2 a.m. So. Oh, it's 2 a.m. Yeah. yeah. I just right. watched uh, the Sinbad specials too on that I was talking Get about. Get out of here with your Sinbad specials. Why don't you like Sinbad? I like Sinbad. He's great. I just I don't like that you you you're you're so uh pro Sinbad. Like I have to go home. You want to know why? It's no, I don't. It's 2 a.m. in Paris and Chris wants to go to bed and I don't want to hear you talk about Sinbad. Well, if you made it this far, <laughs> review us. We love you guys and uh thank you for listening. See you soon. Bye guys.